Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with the new set of tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of hand-cooked tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will be shipped fast and free to you or to one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Odd Couple podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for The Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. You're listening to The Best of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker. We have heard many people now praise Brock Purdy. Uh, we had Dante Whitner, who calls games for them, broadcast out there in the Bay Area, former player for the 49ers. Uh, he's talked about Purdy as the MVP on this show. Um, we have had uh, on, on ESPN, you've heard um, Rex Ryan say he was the next Joe Montana. He's the first one I heard him compare him to Joe Montana. Um, and now Joe Montana's favorite receiver, a guy that many think Rob is not only the best, pretty much everybody thinks he's the best wide receiver ever, but somebody, people even think he's the best football player, period. That of course being Jerry Rice and who won two Super Bowls with Montana. And here he is, Rob, talking about Brock Purdy. Brock reminds me a lot of Montana, his coolness. He doesn't get rattled. Mm -hmm. You need your quarterback to be that way. Right. But he's doing the leadership, his composure. Watching him when he first took over, the velocity behind his throws. Hey man, tight spiral, you know, catchable ball, you know, like that. You know, I, I love it, man. And and his decision making, he doesn't hold on to the ball that long. What do you think, Rob? He was just talking about being cool like Joe Montana. Uh, that's the only mention he made of Joe Montana is coolness. That's I mean, fine. He said a lot of the, he, he. I mean, I'm not saying he's Joe Montana. I'm just saying he did say more than that. He talked to me. About, that's all that he talked I, about the quick I, release. He talked about the accuracy. I mean, if you listen to the clip, he, 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 he said he was cool. MVP. No, we ain't talking oh. about him being MVP. Oh, okay. But I'm saying what he said. You want to hear it again? Because I'm just saying he didn't just say he was cool like Joe Montana. He brought up a lot of things. Right, but when you talk about the Joe Montana part is when he talked about his coolness, right, and not – He said he reminds me a lot of Joe Montana. He said his coolness, and then he started talking about his other qualities. So I, I took it like he was saying those other qualities reminded him of Joe. Oh, uh, I, I didn't well. take it that way. Okay. Okay. So so that's all you got to say about it? 
Yeah, what do you say? What do you have to say about it? We've talked about Brock Purdy, and, and I know you're high on him, which is cool, and he's in the running for the MVP. But I, I'm more like, uh, who do we have on yesterday? Uh, God, the GM. God, Randy Mueller. I'm, I'm in, Randy and I are in lockstep. And Randy, you know, is a guy who's been in the league. And he looked at it and, and was with me with Lamar. And, and he looked at the stuff that Lamar does. So I'm a Lamar guy as far as MVP despite the numbers. But – Go ahead. What did you think about Jerry Rice well, and his I, endorsement? Is that what you got no, from it? No, I'm not even talking about MVP. I'm talking about him comparing Brock Purdy to Joe Montana. Um, I'm not going to sit here and say Brock Purdy is going to be Joe Montana or or close. I mean, Joe Montana, you think he's the GOAT, and that's fair. Um, he's in the discussion. I think he's second right behind Tom Brady. Um I think he's – but everybody would have him in their top five. So you're talking about an absolute, you know, all-time, all-time great. So I'm not going to sit here and say Brock Purdy is going right. to be I got that. you. But I do agree with Jerry in that you know, Rob, I am big on intangibles when it comes to top quarterbacks. I think Tom Brady, all of them, there's a certain physical uh, – standard, if you will, that you have to meet. Uh, if you can't meet a certain physical threshold of ability, arm strength, and we're talking about quarterbacks, arm strength, um, some degree of athleticism, uh, maybe not athletic relative to other NFL players, but some degree of athleticism. Like, there's a bar you have to hit. And if you can hit that bar, then I think intangibles are very important when we talk about excellent quarterbacks. Brady, the GOAT, not the strongest arm in the world. Good arm, but not the strongest in the world. Montana, not the strongest arm in the world. But those two and many of the other top ones had the coolness Jerry Rice was talking about, the composure under pressure, make quick decisions, accurate with their passes, can make all of the throws, and process quickly if the first option is not the second option, not the third. They're on to the third or fourth option quicker than most quarterbacks. I think those things are incredibly important when we talk about quarterbacking at the NFL level. And I think that's why we see some guys that aren't the best athletes uh, or guys that weren't even like incredible superstars in college or at the biggest programs, the Alabamas, the USC's, and so on and so forth, who go on and have sometimes be some of the greatest college or NFL quarterbacks we've ever seen because they're not – like at Alabama, you're throwing to the best receivers that are way better than everybody else. And so are your linemen and and everybody else on your team. And so you don't generally have to go past the first or second option a lot, you know – Whereas other quarterbacks may have to process longer, may have to make more out of nothing than a guy at a big school. Sometimes it's not it's not a rule, but it's a lot of times that's the case. Um, and I think Purdy has all that, so I think that's similar to Montana. Um, and I and also, Rob, you know this. Montana was a third round pick. Montana was the fourth quarterback taken in his draft in 1979. Montana didn't start his first two years in San Francisco. Montana was good in college. He, he wasn't lighting it up. He was uh, 
part-time starter most of his college career at Notre Dame. And then, you know, he had moments, though, that made you think, oh, maybe. He had big moments. Um, and I know numbers are different, but just, Rob, this is three years essentially in college, 25 touchdowns, 25 picks. It's not the same as today, but that's also not, you know, going to make anybody go crazy. And obviously he became one of the best we've ever seen in the pros. So I, I think those things are similar. Where I think is different, Rob, and look, I've been one to say, well, Montana had Rice, and Montana had Roger Craig, who was great, even though he wasn't a Hall of Famer. And he had John Taylor, who was great after the catch, even though he wasn't a Hall of Famer and all that. And all that's true. But that was when Montana won MVPs, 89-90. Montana, Rob, won two Super Bowls before Jerry Rice walked in the I door. I tell people all the time when I give his resume, two with yep. Jerry and two without. So don't make it like right. it's all Jerry Rice. He wasn't that. And that's where I think is that's- the difference – I'm not saying Purdy couldn't be good. I'm not going to say he win Super Bowls without these guys. I'm not even going to say, I don't know that he'd be good or great without these weapons he has. I know Montana was. And Dwight Clark was good, but he's not a Hall of Famer. And, and some of the other players that he had were, you know, were good. They won two Super Bowls. But, Rob, that's to me, that's the difference. Purdy, we may never see Purdy without a stacked team, or at least not for a while. Uh, so it's hard to compare that, but I, I, those are my comparisons, and then those are my differences in that Montana would have been great. He was great with or without Jerry Rice and a lot of other great skill position players. We don't know that about Purdy. Yeah, no, that's always been my case with Joe Montana. Is like for people when when you just look at it, his resume is ridiculous. It it just is. The four Super Bowls, Chris. Yep. Two with Jerry, two without Jerry. Eleven and I touchdowns. Mean, a lot of the past, remember, Rob. A lot of people highlight was to Dwight Clark. Right. That that's a great throw to Dwight Clark. Uh, and and I said two. Uh, and Chrissy had uh, eleven touchdowns, no picks in the Super Bowl. He won the MVP in, in the Super run, Bowl three yeah, Super three Bowl, times. And the other one is Chris. Two of those Super Bowls, he needed a touchdown to win the game, not a field goal. Like he had to get a touchdown. Right. And that that's it's different. It's not taken away from anybody else, but when your team needed to win two Super Bowls where you need a touchdown to win the game, yep. and he gets it done, I mean, his resume is... And, that's and, that and, coolness. And he has what? Doesn't he have the highest quarterback rating of anybody in the Super Bowl, right? Like, I think he he has that. Doesn't he have, I'm doesn't not he? sure. Yeah, I think he, Rob G looked that up. I'm yeah, sure I think he that. owns that as well, Chris. So it just speaks volumes as far as... What he was able to do, he's a one-of-a-kind guy. Um, and I think that's why a lot of people look at him. And if they're not on the Brady train, it's hard not to think of Joe Montana because people thought of Joe Montana. And I, and that's what separates him from Dan Marino. Dan Marino did a lot of stuff in a league, Chris, that wasn't throwing a football like that. He Go was look. putting up modern-day numbers. numbers. Right, he was doing that now <laughs> back in the 80s. Right, and right. The, right. right? Uh, so that's what makes him so impressive and why people overlook that he only got to that one Super Bowl his second year and never got back. Yeah. Because it's incredible yep. what he's able to do. So, Yeah, I, and that's what I mean by I- intangibles. Um, I mean, no, nobody in their right mind would say Montana was more physically gifted than Marino. But between the years, he had it all. And, um, and so – 
Yeah, I look, I think Brock Purdy, we'll see what he ends up doing. Um, I, Again, I'm not even going to sit here and, and say he's – I've never compared him to Montana other than this conversation. You know, I saw Rex Ryan do it, I, and now we've seen Rice do it. I'm not even – I'm not going to do that. I'll talk about him in their right, similarities I got it. and right. differences now because it's a topic. But um, I'll, I'll just say this, Rob. You don't – and I'm not saying he's going to be this – but you don't become that guy until you become that guy. Like Joe Montana, nobody thought he was going to be Joe Montana until he was Joe Montana. Tom Brady, nobody thought. Kurt Warner, nobody thought. You know, like, and I don't know. We'll see what Brock Purdy becomes. But there's guys that come from, you know, nowhere, so to speak, that become great that because of where they came from, you're going to underrate them until they make it to the point where you just can't anymore. That's what that's right? why you I have always, to acknowledge it. But great. that's what I've said about Brock Purdy with the whole this season and everything, that no matter what, fair or not, Chris, it's not fair to be honest, they will not like rubber stamp him until they see in the postseason that he gets them to where they are supposed to go. And he missed and obviously we talked about it before. If the defense gives up 45 points, no one's going to be right. blaming Brock Purdy. But right. but until he can win for them, that's the ultimate stamp. That's when people can can no longer wonder or question, you know what I mean, where you yep. are and where you fit in. And that's yep. just – that's how it's going to be for him from here no, on No out. doubt. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. Are you looking to build this year? If so, there is no better time than right now to start planning and to get your spot on the construction schedule. If you need a garage, a stall barn, a storage for vehicles, RV, boat, collectibles, or even a, a shop for your farm, hobbies, or car restoration projects, visit MortonBuildings.com and start your construction process. With superior materials, craftsmanship, best-in-class warranty, Morton Buildings are made to last for generations. At Morton, 
The difference is in the details. From their cutting-edge innovations to their craftsmen in the field, they are dedicated to surpassing expectations. Their legacy of excellence spans more than 120 years, and Morton Buildings is 100% employee-owned with more than a quarter million satisfied customers. That means they're the industry leader you can trust. When you choose Morton, you'll experience quality at every step of the building process, starting before the walls even go up. Visit mortonbuildings.com to get started today. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Yesterday, we discussed Shaq's contention that Steph Curry was in the GOAT conversation. And you and I, you know, disagreed vehemently, as did many people. But I was looking on social media at some of the comments under our clips. And um, there were, and I didn't read a ton, but I did read the few that I read. The majority of them thought, you know, he could be in the conversation. Now, some were saying if he's in the top 10, he's in the conversation and so on and so forth. And, and I, that didn't sway me. There's no way Steph is in the GOAT conversation. What I would say is this, though, Rob. If we're talking about a Mount Rushmore of NBA players all time, not the best four. My top four is Jordan, LeBron, Kareem, uh, Magic. But if we're just talking about most influential, most impactful, I think there's an argument for that that Steph would be on the Mount Rushmore. Uh, certainly a better argument for the Mount Rushmore than the GOAT. Um, do you want to hear who I think could be a four? And it was just tough. But I think, and this is strictly impact, it's not the best players. But I think Bill Russell, obviously, just for his individual, his dominance, 11 rings in 13 years, one as a player coach, you know, what he did at the beginning kind of NBA basketball, at least integrated NBA basketball. And then I thought about Dr. J for bringing that style of play to kind of quote unquote mainstream basketball with the ABA and then the NBA. But at that time when Doc, those four years or so when he was in the league before Magic and Bird came in, he, you know, they were still on tape delay. So Magic and Bird come in, and you'd really want both of them on because they they did save the league. Um, but if I, I I think I can only have one, so I, I I'd have to go Magic because I think he gave you pretty much everything Bird did um, and one more. And then I, Jordan just because he's the best ever, and he was really that perfect mix of af incredibly athletic player with an incredibly smart and fundamentally sound player, and obviously his dominance showed because of it. And then I think Steph, when you talk about, because Steph changed, has changed the game. 
the way nobody since Jordan has changed the actual way basketball is played more than Steph Curry. So I think that could be there's an argument for those for Russell, Magic, Jordan. He changed the way the game is viewed and played too. And then Steph. I think when people talk about Steph changing the game, I think you got to ask yourself, was his change for the better of the NBA? And I'm not so sure of that. That's the part where I think if you talk to people, you know, do you like this NBA? People, and at one point it gotten ridiculous where everybody's chucking up threes. Even guys who really weren't even three-point shooters because this is what Steph was shooting at the – half court and at the logo and all that, and people just started to put it up like that. And I, I don't know. I, I I think that he changed the NBA. Uh, this is more the way that they played in Europe. And Steph, no doubt about it, making those shots, made people take another look at making threes and the difference from the game that we – like, like I, I just – and I was there in Detroit when Darko was – Drafted, So right. I just have a perspective from that. And he was roundly criticized that he was playing in a perimeter, could shoot threes. The guy was almost seven foot tall, yep. Chris. And he was ridiculed by Larry Brown. They just, just like, like. Larry buried him on the bench. Like, like, dude, you know, if you're not going to get down the paint, you're not going to do this. Not Like, really? Like, and really? Phil Jackson was similar with Chris Dobbs Porzingis. He played him more because they weren't as good. But you know what but I mean? They didn't similar. right. They they did not. They did not like that style of play. Despite that's how they play in Europe, and now you see all the threes right. and all the stuff that goes on. So now we're we're kind of there. Um, but I but I don't know. I think the NBA has changed for sure, Chris. But I'm not sure for the better. I don't sure. I'm not sure. I really like this style of basketball where almost everything is the perimeter, everything's a long three. Um, it's either, at one point, it had gotten so bad, everything was a dunk or, right? It was either a dunk or a well, layup at the basket. you all-star game. Yeah, but, but or, or you know, the mid-range game, even though there's some great mid-range players, not a lot use it. So I'm going to say, yeah, he changed the game, but I'm going to say he changed it for the worse so is that the reason to put him on Mount Rushmore? Is that is would, would you, that be? Uh, would you? I'll answer your question, but would you first? Would you agree? And again, it's not the best four, but impactful. I think you can argue Dr. J. You can argue you got to have Burr and Magic on there. I don't think LeBron has changed the game like obviously like Steph. You know what I mean? Like Kobe, LeBron, Shaq. Players who, you know, people might put ahead of Steph. Obviously, Will, you can't have Will and Russell on. And Russell just won way more. Um, would you agree so with those? Minute. So four? you're gonna Whether, say so you don't, away, you don't have you don't have Will Chamberlain despite them changing the the way the rules for him? I think he has to be on there. I mean, I think I could only have him or Russell. If you want to put him on instead of Russell, but I'm just saying, I thought they, to other people in the past about this. And I think Dr. J, Rob, I think there's a legitimate argument for Dr. J. But I, I, I it's uh, it, when you got four, I mean, obviously you got to make tough decisions. No, I, I, I would know. probably I'm just go saying, Russell over Will. I, I can't put Russell and Will. 
Just but, like but, I can't put Magic and Bird because but, but I got to leave too many other people off. Right. But they did change the rules. Yep, they did. They that's, did. Why, that's why I think it's hard not to have Will Chamberlain on that. Because he um, did. He changed the way that the game that was played because of, of his dominance. That they had, to, they had to neutralize him. I think that you talked about Steph changing the game, but probably for the worst. I don't blame that on Steph because he doesn't play a style that's reckless. He's a great three-point shooter, so when he shoots threes, it's fine. It's what you want. And he does shoot mid-range. He doesn't do it as much now as he used to, but he's a very obviously a great mid-range shooter. What's the shooter. number of threes he he's taking now? Because I know you had brought this up before. Like. He, he also scored a lot going to the hoop. Um, but... Here's where I, where I would push back, and I'm looking up Steph's three-point attempts now. But yeah. where I would push back on you, Rob, is – so right now Steph is averaging 28 points a game. He's taking 19 shots or 18.9 shots a game. <laughs> 11.6 of them are threes. Wow. So basically two-thirds of his shots are threes. Uh, Luka's second in the league in scoring. Now Luka's taking 23 shots a game. But 10 of them are threes. So that's not quite half of his. De'Aaron Fox, 21.8 shots. Eight of them are threes. I'm looking for guys who's half. Steph. Steph is the only one. Looks like the only one like in the, of the top scores whose who half of his shots are three-pointers. Right. Um, but what I would say is this, Rob. Because I don't, you know, you 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 might be right that the game, and not even just at the NBA level, but just overall, maybe it's changed for the worse because of Steph. But I don't blame him for that. And the reason I say that is because, look, at we know with Michael Jordan, the ga- Jordan changed the game. And here's how I say he changed the game. Before Michael Jordan came in, Rob, it wasn't all about athleticism. What we consider athleticism now. You know, how high can you jump? How quick and fast are you? Because think about the best players before Jordan. Bill Russell, Wilt Chamberlain, Oscar Robertson, Jerry West. Um, Yes, Dr. J was incredibly athletic, but he didn't win like a lot of these guys. Uh, uh, Larry Bird, Magic Johnson, Kareem. Like, they did it. They they had size. They had – but skills. Like, Magic and Bird, skills to go with their size. Oscar, skills. Jordan came in, and you remember this, Rob. Like, for the next 20 or 30 years, you know, during the Jordan era and beyond, it kind of became all about athleticism. Like, how high can you jump? How long are you? How quick and fast are you? And you had guys like Miles Swift and, and other guys getting drafted near the top of the draft who had no skills. They were just long and athletic and rangy and and all of that. And I actually think that's part of why America fell, I don't want to say behind the world, but the world was still focusing on skills. And our guys were just running and jumping and athletic and one-on-one and handle. Because Jordan, again, one-on-one greatness. So it became ISO heavy. And so I think that's because, now I think that was a change for the worse that was based on Jordan. But it wasn't Jordan's fault because Jordan was smart. Jordan was fundamentally sound. Jordan wasn't just athleticism. 
But that's what people were drawn to. Oh, my gosh, he's flying through the air dunking on people. Let me do that. Let me get guys that can do that. Same with Steph. Steph is a great passer. Steph is a great ball handler. Steph works hard defensively, even though he's not a great defender. He's a very good rebounder for his size. But what people are drawn to are the threes, the 30-footers and all that. And so I agree with you. It's probably changed for the worse. But I don't hold that against Steph just like I don't hold it against Jordan. Okay. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. Are you looking to build this year? If so, there is no better time than right now to start planning and to get your spot on the construction schedule. If you need a garage, a stall barn, a storage for vehicles, RV, boat, collectibles, or even a a shop for your farm, hobbies, or car restoration projects, visit MortonBuildings.com and start your construction process. With superior materials, craftsmanship, best-in-class warranty, Morton Buildings are made to last for generations. At Morton, the difference is in the details. From their cutting-edge innovations to their craftsmen in the field, they are dedicated to surpassing expectations. Their legacy of excellence spans more than 120 years, and Morton Buildings is 100% employee-owned with more than a quarter million satisfied customers. That means they're the industry leader you can trust. When you choose Morton, you'll experience quality at every step of the building process, starting before the walls even go up. Visit mortonbuildings.com to get started today. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Chris Perkins. Chris, Chris. what's up, bro? Welcome. Fellas, what's up? Tyreek for MVP, baby. Tyreek for MVP. There you go with that. There you go with that home cooking. With that home cooking. Would you stop with all that? Hey, and quickly, I mean, do you think, and you know how the voting works. I mean, he's having a great year, obviously. Um, and I think if he gets to 2000, he's in the running. But do you think last week when they that hurt. scored 30 on what people viewed as a pretty good defensive team, 30-0 over the Jets, yeah, that that hurt his uh, case. Well, here's the thing. Now, I'm, I'm not a, I'm not, I, I got to see more from the Dolphins. I got to see more from Tua. I got to see more from this offense. The offense scored uh, 
three touchdowns last week, but they were, you know, a couple of them were, were set up very easily. Uh, the same thing in the, in the Tennessee game when, when Tyrese uh, played very little. So, um, you know, they, they got set up uh, last week by special teams and, and by the defense a couple of times. So I, I think that Tyreek is the most talented player on that team. If he gets to the, to the 2000, he'll do it in 16 games, just like, just like Megatron did because he, he Tyreek missed the game. But I right. don't think Tyreek has a chance. I, I, I think the voters look at, you know, who, who, who are the best teams, who are their quarterbacks, and that's who we're going to give it to. Christian McCaffrey and Tyreek Hill, unfortunately, don't have a chance at MVP. Yeah, I just saw, who was it, Tom Brady who picked uh, Christian well, McCaffrey? Yeah, I mean, he kind of said that's his yeah. favorite. He yeah. Didn't fully, but, yeah. But, I mean, that was who he was saying that's his favorite for MVP. Yeah, we know it's turned into a, basically a quarterback uh, award. Um, how big is this game? Coming up, obviously, uh, Dallas got embarrassed against Buffalo, and Miami hasn't beaten anybody over 500. Do they need to win this game? Yeah, they do need to win this game. And, and you know, look, this is, this is the thing that goes back to last year, and people get pissed off when I bring up last year, but against teams that made the playoffs last year, the Dolphins are 4-9. and nine. And then that includes the games this year that they played against the Chargers and won, that they played against the New York Giants and won. But it also includes the games against Buffalo that they lost, Philly that they lost, Kansas City that they lost. Last year they lost to Buffalo twice. Last year they lost to San Francisco. Last year they lost to the Chargers. Last year they lost to Minnesota. Last year they lost to Cincinnati. It's a long list. So I need to see really this last three group of games for the Dolphins because they play Dallas on Sunday at Baltimore uh, on, on New Year's Eve, and then they finish at home against Buffalo. And they got to go two and one in, in these games for playoff seeding, to win the AFC East, and for their confidence. You can't just keep going through and saying we're a good team, and then you lose to the other good teams that you play. Eventually, you've got to break through. Dallas has the same problem. They have beaten yep. Philly this year, so a little pressure is off of them. But look, Dallas is three and four on the road. If they have to play a road game away from away from Arlington in the playoffs, they're in trouble. Same thing with the Dolphins. If they have to play a road playoff game, they're in trouble. So the Dolphins need that number one seed. They definitely need to win the AFC East. So Sunday is, is the least, uh, you know, because it's an NFC game. So for tiebreaker purposes, they, they kind of get a break. But, yeah, Rob, they do. They do need to win this game Sunday. Yeah, I'm with you. Look, I think the Dolphins are a fine team. You know, um, their record's legit. But I, I don't consider them like a legitimate Super Bowl contender. I think there's five of them. It's the Niners, the uh, the Cowboys, the Eagles, the Ravens, and the Chiefs. Um, now, maybe the Dolphins will show us otherwise. Like you said, over this, this three-game stretch, if they win two of them, I'll, I'll be impressed, and maybe I'll think otherwise. But right now, I think they're a notch below those. I think they're kind of like a Detroit, and they're a notch below those top-tier teams. Let me ask you about Tua. We, I'm sure you saw, uh, you may have even been there, the press conference where he said, you know, he doesn't keep receipts. And then he went on for a few minutes about how he keeps receipts. <laughs> and I, I was, I was wondering, what I mean? what, all his some receipts. people thought, some people thought what he said was like a bad sign. Like like this dude lacks confidence and I, I didn't really take it that way, but 
How did you take what he said? I took it like this, that, that Tua, you're right, Tua said out, out of one side of his mouth, he said, you can give all the credit to Tyreek, you can credit to Jalen Waddle, you can give all the credit to Raheem Mostert. I couldn't care less. On the other side of his mouth, he said, I keep receipts. Right. But which is it? Yeah, it, can't, it, can't be right. Right. it can't be both. You know what I think it is, is that Tua, look, Tua is genuinely a nice guy. He's genuinely a guy who's not always on social media, not always consumed with his image and what people think of him. However, think about it like this. Ever since he was at Alabama, well, Saban made him. Devontae Smith made him. Jalen Waddle made him. That defense made him. He had, he had this. He had that. But he gets into the NFL those two years under Brian Flores. He does nothing. Tyreek Hill comes. And, and Mike McDaniel yeah. comes, and, and now he's balling again. Tua's sick of hearing all this mess. He, he says he doesn't hear it. He hears it. Obviously, he hears it. He's sick of hearing it. And so this was his way of, of lashing out and saying, you know, I know y'all are talking about me, and I'm keeping receipts. So if I win the Super Bowl, I'm throwing it back in your face. So that, that Tua, well, we Tua won't have to. Right. We won't have to worry about that being thrown back in our face. I ain't worried about that. That's real. Uh, I mean, come on, Chris. We ain't worried about that. But I, I, the one thing I will say, and I, I've, I've, Chris and I, we talk about this, is, you know, the problem with Tyreek and when receivers like Calvin Johnson and who was the other receiver? I always forget. Tom, what is his name? Thomas in uh, – in uh, New Orleans, Michael Chris, Thomas. Michael Thomas, who said – Right, who didn't who, – those guys – Michael Thomas, I don't think got any – uh, any uh, – MVP votes and and Cooper Cup got one and he put up almost had a uh, uh, triple crown and wide receiving and all that is because somebody has to get you the ball too and I think that's where the issue comes in on receivers so I I just don't see where they're going to overlook you can't throw yourself the ball and it doesn't take away that he's had a tremendous year but somebody's getting you the football. Well, you know what? Here's my view on that. That, that look, for, for, for Tyrese's purposes, I, and, and I think the year that, that Megatron got 2,000, I think the, uh, I think Adrian Peterson rushed for 2,000, if I'm not mistaken. Was that 2012? Is that the same year? Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Maybe. Any, anyway, but, but I, I'm not a I, – I, uh, Tyreek Hill is the best player on the Dolphins. He's the most important player on the Dolphins. I understand Tua has to get him the ball, and you know, I understand Matt Stafford had to get the ball to to, to Cooper Cup and, and and everything like that. Uh, I understand Brock Purdy is you know is the quarterback in San Francisco, but look, I, McCaffrey is is the key to that team, uh, to that offense. I think uh, I, I, Tyreek is definitely the key to the Dolphins' offense. Here's what I say about the Dolphins' offense: is that Mike McDaniel and Tua make it go. But Tyreek makes it feared. Like you don't, you you don't really fear Tua and Jalen Waddle and Raheem Mostert when Tyreek is out there. Now it's like, uh oh, all right. Now now everybody is, is on edge. So I, 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 I do that. think that. Yeah, and yeah. Here, here's the other thing. Well, I, the other I, thing well, I think I think that the bigger picture too, and and I know usually you don't get the blame, but the same thing we talk about with the Dolphins haven't beaten anybody, you know, I think that that hurts him as well. The same way it hurts Dak. The reason that a lot of GMs and front office people said, yeah, Dak's having a great year. When he has it, when he does it against a good team and they win, get back to us. And I think that that hurts uh, what what uh, Tyreek has done as well. I do. 
Yeah, yeah. I think I think there's there's a lot of truth to that. I think there's a lot of truth to that, and I and I think that you know probably the further the Dolphins go, the more credit Tua is going to get because yep. he's the quarterback. Agreed. Even though I think Tyreek is the better player, I'll, I'll also say this. Yeah, you guys tell me if you agree with me. I don't have the Dolphins in the Super Bowl, but I think that they're they're in the second tier of teams to me. Uh, I've got Philly. San Francisco and Kansas City in the top in the top tier, and I know that's NFC AFC. In that second tier, I, I have Miami, Baltimore, Detroit, um, uh, the the other teams. But I, I think that everybody is wonderfully flawed. Miami and Dallas, they don't beat top teams, right? Baltimore, no lead is safe. San Francisco had a three game losing streak. Uh, Philly is kind of. I, I, I'll, right dis- I'll disagree with you with Baltimore. I think their defense can win a Super Bowl and. The numbers, we, we've gone over it. The numbers have been unbelievable with what they've done. And they have a 6-2 and two record against teams over 500. They've blown leads, and, though. No, they, they have. have they but they've also, lead, and the five, five of their six wins. Game, to be honest. Yeah, five of their six wins against the good teams have been by two touchdowns or more. So when they Chris, beat you, be- they beat you. Before you go, um, quickly, because we, we we're up against it. Miami with two as far as contract, like is that guaranteed that he's going to be back, you know, with a big deal, or is that still up in the air? Uh, they, they still got it. They, they picked up his fifth-year option. A, a, a contract extension is still up in the air. Me, I've I, I still got to see him play this entire 17-game season. I know he played 14, but let's see him play the whole thing, and, and then – Let's go to it. But uh, he's, he's going to get a huge, huge contract. They've got a lot of contracts coming up. Jalen Waddle, Jalen Phillips, Rob Hunt, Connor Williams. Um, and so they're, they're probably going to have to go to Teron Armstead and Tyreek Hill and some of those guys and, and get a little bit of money back just mm. to, you know, pay them, write out some checks and bonuses. Or else, that, you know, the clock is ticking financially on this team, right. and two is going to take a big chunk out of that. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. Are you looking to build this year? If so. There is no better time than right now to start planning and to get your spot on the construction schedule. If you need a garage, a stall barn, a storage for vehicles, RV, boat, collectibles, or even a, a shop for your farm, hobbies, or car restoration projects, visit MortonBuildings.com and start your construction process. With superior materials, craftsmanship, best-in-class warranty, Morton Buildings are made to last for generations. At Morton... The difference is in the details. From their cutting-edge innovations to their craftsmen in the field, they are dedicated to surpassing expectations. Their legacy of excellence spans more than 120 years, and Morton Buildings is 100% employee-owned with more than a quarter million satisfied customers. That means they're the industry leader you can trust. When you choose Morton, you'll experience quality at every step of the building process, starting before the walls even go up. Visit mortonbuildings.com to get started today. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Viking. Committed to exploring the world in comfort. 
Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, cultural enrichment, and all-inclusive fares. Discover more at viking.com.